Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. A young person tries to convince the others in a home that the horrifying experience they just went through was not a prank. It was a full-fledged paranormal experience. But did they believe? Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802. Or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown. And quite possibly, the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. Of course, you can write in anytime you want to at realghoststoriesonline.com over the uh, holidays. If you're sitting around going, what am I going to do? Share that ghost story. Let it out. You can do it anonymously as well. And if you really want more content, you want to binge away on some of our best ghost stories of the year, maybe buy yourself a a Christmas present or maybe give the gift of ghosts to someone, you can sign up for a membership and gift that membership to someone. Do it at uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Both places, same content, all of our bonus episodes, all 330, some of them. Uh, you get advanced episodes of the show ad free. So as we go into our little holiday break uh, of uh, you get some best of for a couple of weeks. If you want uh, new stuff that's already uh, for 2021, uh, you can get all that by being an EPP. You just sign up, like I said, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get the full archive as well. You get our ebook, our audiobook book, that they're a $30 value. And if you do an annual membership, uh, you get one month free. So lots of perks there. Thank you in advance for all of the support. And it's Tony and Carol joining you on today's episode, which uh, is also the last episode of 2020 before we go into our uh, com- uh, little uh, like Christmas break and New Year's break. And uh, but the, of course, content will not stop every day. Still, 
uh, best of episodes posting, uh, EPP episodes still new every week. Um, so that doesn't change, but we just, uh, that's, it's the one break we've took this year, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's just been the, we've produced more shows this year than any other year. You've been busy. Yeah. I mean, we didn't stop for anything. We didn't take any breaks. There was no vacations and we went 100% through COVID. So I think there may have been like one or two best ofs that have played at, at all, maybe, but, uh, there was no like, kind of like we would normally was a bit of a summer break, maybe Easter or something, but, uh, we swung through. It couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. The whole year we just kind of just kept going. So, yeah. So that's, hey, uh, I did want to, um, mention something. Yeah. So the other day on Instagram, I posted a picture of my sheds. Uh -huh. Some, someone messaged me and wanted to see what the murder shed looked like. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So I posted a picture of them. So you can go to Instagram. I'm just Carol Hughes. And you can see the, mur the murder shed and my regular shed. But um, I got some really funny comments. But one person said, where is it? If you fix it up, it could be a she murder shed. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Shed. <laughs> I'm like, I guess a she murder shed would be like a cute little girl place where you murder people. I don't know. <laughs> it was like, that's an idea. It's an idea. Don't take anything off the table. Every idea is viable. I'm looking at the shed pictures right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Isn't it funny? One like is, although they're both, you know, both could be, you know, if you've just put the door on that one, right. I don't know that, that, I would have more difficulty deciphering which is more dangerous. Well, what I should do then is take pictures of the inside because one has like the lawnmowers and the garden yeah. stuff and the other one's like the roof's falling in. You know, if, if you, you put the door back on that one, if you like hung two wreaths on each side, it would be like this cute little inviting little shed and the other one would be the one that you consider the murder shed. You know what's weird about the she murder shed? Yeah. <laughs> then now I, that's what I think of every time I see it. Um is that when I first moved in, like the the nice shed, I would always make sure those doors are shut because I got a riding lawnmower and yeah. a push mower in there. Yeah. Now I have six foot private privacy fence, so it'd be kind of hard to steal my riding lawnmower. But and still. Carol sleeps with an AR fifteen. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, that's so me. But um <laughs> but then I noticed the other shed, like that door used to kind of be shut. Yeah. And then I'd come out and it wasn't shut or like it would be hanging in different ways. It'd be kind of half open, half not open or all the way open. And then like one day, the nice shed, the doors were wide open. I'm like, okay, I know I didn't do that. So I think with all respect to crackheads, but I think that <laughs> I live kind of next to a sketchy, sketchy apartment building. And I was wondering if they had jumped my fence looking for crack for tools, maybe <laughs> crack. It's like, I just need a good drill that I can sell for 10 bucks. Yeah. Or, but, or could it be the Kansas wind or would it not, would that not slide those doors open? I don't, I don't think it would slide them. And the other one, it's heavy. Like it's only hanging on by a one little. Yeah. Hint. That's what makes it creepy. Other than that, I don't think it's that. Creepy. I mean, today I came home and I have this really nice pergola on the back of my house, yeah. and it has two little gates. 
And I came, I came home at lunch, let my dog out. I came home after work, let my dog out. And the one gate's just hanging. <laughs> I have no idea. But the wood split. So maybe it was just that time yeah. for the wood to split. Because it was not windy here today. It would make sense if it was. It was probably the anniversary of one of the murders. And then- <laughs> it could be. And it's like, you know, I'm just, I've been hanging on for a long time. I don't know. The residual energy just of the body slamming against it as her head hit the ground right before he bludgeoned it with an axe. That <laughs> that just happened to relive in itself the, today over lunch. While, while you were enjoying your hummus sandwich, uh, that was going on in your murder shed. <laughs> but it is funny, isn't it? Like... Because one's a nice regular shed you would yeah. see in a backyard of a house of this era. And the other one is the original 1940 shed that nobody tore down. I love it. I would totally do something with it. It looks cool. I'd make it, a, I'd make it like a little studio or something. I, I kind of just decided I have tons of respect for it. And yeah. Leaving the crutches out there and everything. But if you want to look at him, you can find him on my Instagram page. Yeah, follow her at Carol Hughes, and uh, you won't regret it. Murder shed and all. Let's <laughs> go to our first uh, story of the day. It says, hello, before I start, I just want to say how much I love you all. I've uh, not been listening for exceptionally long, but I love you. I also love the other podcast, The Dark Side of Wikipedia. I think everything you talk about is interesting. First, let me tell you the backstory. So my grandparents live in this house, and although it's small, it is genuinely nice my only real problem with it is the ditch next to it and the green belt behind it they always gave me the creeps one day i was playing with some neighborhood kids four or five of them i was about nine or ten years old and there was a tree on my neighbor's side of the ditch that completely covered one of the entrances to the ditch except for about a foot or space near the ground we were all standing playing in the dirt four boys one girl me we decided i wanted to pull a prank but it went so wrong Now, starting the story, I got on the ground and pretended to see a ghost. I ran out and acted like I saw something there. Let us just say I lost some friends that day. We all made up and I apologize, so we're good now. After they finished yelling at me about the things I did not believe, like how I was going to get possessed or cursed, I got annoyed and went home for the day. I was feeling rebellious, so I stayed up until 12 a.m. Wow, she's so rebellious, she says. As soon as 12 a.m. hit, I got thirsty, like my mouth and throat were so dry. Obviously, I got up to get water, but as soon as I stepped into the kitchen, I got a horrible feeling. I got chilly and I just overall freaked out. I grabbed a glass, got my water, and ran the fuck back to my room. When I got in my room, I heard a loud crash from the kitchen. I knew that no one was awake. My cat was sleeping on the foot of my bed. I was too scared to look, so I jumped in bed, shut my eyes, covered my ears, and pray to God that I'd be okay. Next morning, I woke up and saw bruises and scratches all over me, but they were obviously not cat scratches. I walked out of the hallway and saw my aunt cleaning glass. When I asked her what happened, she did not reply. She just looked at me. I looked into her eyes and saw pure horror. Her whole face was pale and her eyes were stuck in a shocked look. I decided not to pry and just helped her clean up. She was acting like she had seen a ghost. There's no doubt in my mind that she did. After cleaning, I went into my room to watch YouTube, and when I finally linked it all together, the chilly feeling, the loud crash in the middle of the night, the horrible prank I pulled, I knew I did not want to stay over that night, so I asked to spend the night with my best friend. 
After we ate dinner and played in her backyard a bit, we went into her room to watch TV. I decided I was going to tell her, so I did. I felt safe in her home, probably because her mother is a deeply religious woman. So she had crossed into every room. She had crosses in every room. My friend gave me a cross necklace and told me to keep it on all the time, especially when I slept. So, of course, I did. Eventually, everything went away until I lost the necklace. I started panicking. I thought that it was going to start happening again. The first thing I thought to do was to buy more cross jewelry. I should have known it was not going to work. Things came back stronger than the first time. It went on for months and I was scared, but I did not want to make them upset. So I did not do anything. Fast forward this year. My grandparents invited my friends and her mother to dinner. After they left, I got ready for bed, aka ready for torture. As I laid in bed checking the time, I stayed up until 4 a.m. and nothing happened. I'd stay up every night and nothing happened. I do not fully know what happened, but I do believe that they felt God's presence in the two ladies. I'd love your opinion. Sending love from San Antonio, Texas. Thoughts on what was going on there? You know, I don't know. I I mean, I wish I had the answer, but mm-hmm. um, there's only speculation. But it's it's interesting to me that he she got the necklace. I never know sometimes if it's a guy or girl who wrote in. Um, got the necklace and then it stopped mm-hmm. until the necklace is gone. Now that's not a coincidence to me. Sure. You know, so is it the necklace and the cross that's protecting you, or do you believe that you have something on you? That's protecting you. But, you know what I mean? But at the same point, wouldn't just another cross work then? If if it's the based on the belief system, it should be any cross, not just a specific one. But maybe or maybe not. Because if you knew that you'd gotten the one mm-hmm. from someone who is very religious and and it worked. Like if so it's now, blessed or something versus just one that you picked up at Claire's? Yeah. Okay. I just don't know that, you know, one from Claire's. I don't know if everybody knows this, but every Wednesday you can see this. It's kind of fun. It's uh, it's kind of like uh, uh, it, it's a routine that they do. But every every Wednesday at uh, 1235 p.m., a priest walks into every Claire's locally <laughs> and they do a blessing over, go <laughs> over the crosses of at Claire's and they sprinkle holy water. on them. So actually all the Claire's crucifixes are blessed. Just so now, the more you, you know. should know that just in case. Yeah. I have an actual um, rosary that was blessed by the Pope. That's cool. It, it's really easy to do, though. I, I mean, as long as you're in the square when the Pope is doing a service. And oh. I went to Rome once and I was there. Yeah. And when he blesses the crowd, he blesses everything you have with you. I bet that shit can kill demons. Right. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I might be willing to part with it. That's interesting. It's like the people on eBay that try and say that they're selling pieces of the cross. But yours actually, you know, you can say the Pope did it, but it's, yours is a hell of a lot more legit than... Have you seen I mean, that? Did he really? I mean, he's way up well, there. Well, I mean, you were there. I mean... I was, I was definitely there. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, you can say that was blessed by the Pope, but... Um, but there's, there's, there's things on eBay where people, I mean, I don't know how you would even confirm such a thing. 
you know. Now, I have seen those reliquaries in Rome where they say it's pieces of the cross. Now, that's different. If it's like in a church or something, I don't believe they'd yeah. be on eBay in, in you but, know. You know what? I could go out to my shed and I could get a piece of wood and say it came from a cross. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean. But I just... But sometimes I think that the belief in the cross itself, the way you got it, gave yeah. you like this feeling of calm. And and then when you lost it, it gave you a panicky sense because it had been working. I would panic if there was if that had been happening. But is to that me paranormal? And, cross and it quit happening and I lost the cross. Hell yeah, I'd be panicking. Is that paranormal, though, or is that psychological at that point? That's the question. Yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, if you're looking at, I mean, take all religious aspects of it out of it. Let's say you had some object that you always had with you, no matter what it was, and it was suddenly gone. Wouldn't you still have that sort of panicky feeling? Mm -hmm. Although she was connecting it, though, to the, the activity leaving, too. So that connection being there, whether it was or not the reason it left, you know, and then why would it just automatically come back? Was that all that was holding it away? Maybe that's the fear too. Um, now I'm not the most religious person, mm -hmm. but I, I totally see how someone would believe that. Sure. Too. And I mean, you know, and who, you, nobody can ever give you a definitive answer to any of mm -hmm. the whys in this world. But I do believe it's all about faith, whatever your faith is. Yeah. And if you believe that necklace is keeping you safe, I don't know. I well, think that and, gives it some power. And that's, you know, the, the more I talk to, you know, investigators, exorcists, all that on, on the grave talks, that is... Overall, I mean, not everyone has the same opinion, but I'd say more than not, the thought process is it is having faith, but it's not necessarily faith in, in a specific religion alone. Everybody has their religion. I mean, it'd be almost impossible to have two different religions simultaneously, uh, but having their religion, whether it's very vast and like all incorporating or it's, you know, Catholicism or this or that. But it's it's having the belief in the very specific faith. I should say faith, not religion. Um, a faith of yeah. some sort in something. And, I, I mean, and without like, it, the, the, the procedures are not effective. But if you believe that essentially my little pony is the Messiah or, 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 or is somehow going to be powerful enough to save you or helpful that that power, that belief in something does something that, 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 that act of, of doing something. And you, you have to legitimately believe it, but if, you know, it could be insert item here or insert, uh, not item, but you know, deity or whatever here. I mean, and it's kind of translates into any, thing in your life, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of things, you know, illnesses, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of that's a mental thing. You know, if you're going if through chemotherapy, you know, man, it's beating you up. Sure. And it's like, a, it also becomes a mental thing. Like you have to power through it. 
Is it positivity at the end? I mean, is it, you know, the more positive you can be? I mean, we know that positivity does wonders for the brain. It produces positive chemicals. It produces things that can fight disease. It produces all sorts of wonderful things. Could it be, is is having faith in something such an ultimate exercise in positivity um, that it, it, it can yield powers like that against some sort of negative force that that's coming at you as in terms of a haunting. Well, and I think that people who are really dark and negative, mm-hmm. I do think you kind of invite that in, you know, yeah. it's like negative just attracts the negative in. Sure. So I do kind of think there is something to that. Do you, and here's, let's take it even deeper. Do you invite it in or do you create it? Do you create it with your own negativity and these ghosts that haunt you being negative are really just part of you? Yeah, I, I definitely think, I think definitely there's paranormal shit that I have no idea what that is. Yeah. But I also think there are people who are creating it themselves Mm -hmm. that it's so dark that I think. You know, and some of it's psychosis as well, and well, we've talked about. That. Yeah, and I'm not. And I'm not saying that the the person alone that's negative is experiencing it. I'm saying they're able to create it and themselves can experience it, but others can as well. So I'm not saying it's made up or all in their head. Right. I'm saying, do they literally conjure these things up with their own energy? It's not a demon. It's not a, a dead loved one or a dead human. It is that living person's embodiment of energy balled up over there in another form and that, mean, that they're unaware of. We've all, you have me, everybody, like there's certain people you meet and you're attracted to them. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, that person has the best energy and I just am attracted to that. Yeah. Then there's other people who are like, man, that person freaks me out. Yeah. And you just get that bad energy off of them. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's just a simplified mm-hmm. of that. It can keep going and going know. and going. I know, but, but I do believe that if you, I really do believe like the necklace since he or she thought it was, you know, like, I hope it helps. I hope it helps. And then it did. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's some power in that. Yeah. If you believe in the, in the necklace and yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. And, I said it could have been, you know, Jesus the whole time. But to me, if that was the case, another cross would do the same thing. That, that's the weird part about it to me is, is, is it, is it the belief? Was she more believing in the object or, or, or as, as a, yeah, a source no. of power or was it the belief in, in, in what the, the object represents? You know, that's, that, I, I am not saying to, I don't want to get any nasty no. ass messages on Instagram, but, um, <laughs> No, I'm not being anti-religion at all. I'm just, I'm just analyzing the situation. Exactly. Like I have total respect for anybody's beliefs. Like it's your life. You have every right to believe what you want to believe. But, um, you know, I, so I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, It's just interesting to, to contemplate. So that was a very, I think our, our record long discussion about a call, I think for 2020 on the last, uh, last new, newly released episode for 2020, but interesting, very interesting discussion. I, I, that's one I've been having more and more too of like, what about this? What about that? And you just kind of keep going and see where it goes. It's kind of the way 2020 is. Exactly. It's like, 
damn, this year sucks. What oh, if, it's getting better. No, it's not. What if the ghost that's in your house refuses to leave? You know, it's that exactly. sort of shit. You know, what you, if it shows up and I didn't know it was here? Can you send the Navy SEALs in to remove the ghost? I don't think so. You know, it's just like, I don't but know I that will that will go work. to Claire's and get one of those blessed crosses. <laughs> You don't For miss it. Sure. People stand up and they take pictures. It's like the ducks that walk into the uh, into the fountain and uh, in Ma- uh, Memphis at the Peabody Hotel. Oh yeah, the Peabody. That's what it happens. A priest walks in. There's even a couple nuns usually too, and they all just walk in and then they bless the crosses at Claire's and leave. It's an amazing sight to see. I have to get out my Pope rosary. That's you know that would have been. <laughs> Of all, when I lived in Branson, you, you would have people, tourists all the time asking you about stuff. Like, are you a local? Yeah. Hey, what's good to see or something? When I was down at the little shopping center, I should have been like, you don't want to miss it every day at 235. The priests and the nuns come and bless the crosses <laughs> at Claire's. And it was, awesome. it was such a, re- and again, I'm not bashing religion, but it was, it was a very religious town. I totally bet there would have been some people who'd be like, oh my gosh. And they like have a picnic and ham sandwiches waiting for the priests and nuns to come <laughs> bless the crosses at Claire's. <laughs> that would have been good. If you're listening in Branson, I know we have listeners there. Use it and then send me the video. Uh, let's uh, go to the caller. Hi, you are on the air. My name is Corin, and I'm from Northern Indiana. I have two stories. They both involve my son. Um, who is now 20, but at the time he was much younger. For the first story, you need to know that my brother, Brett, uh, unfortunately passed right before his 29th birthday, and this was in 2005. And about a year later, my son was about four and a half. And um, one day... I was setting up a long rectangular table in our living room to put up some breakable stuff. I don't know what I was doing. I don't remember, but I was putting some items up there and uh, this is different than the family room. And so I looked at my son, Tucker, and I said, honey, please do not go in that room. Don't touch anything if everything's breakable. So mommy would like you to stay out of there. So a week or two passed and I was talking to Tucker and he was such a smart little kid and I just asked him something made me ask him I said hey Tucker have you ever seen Uncle Brett you know since he's passed away and he's like oh yeah I said do you have where have you where have you seen him and he's like oh yeah remember you told me not to go into the living room where that stuff was well I went in there and Uncle Brett was there and he said Hey, your mom told you not to come into this room and touch the stuff. He's like, so I laughed. I could not help laughing because that was so hysterical. Um, my brother's still helping me from beyond. Fast forward, <clears throat> uh, my mother passed away, and this was, she had passed away in September of 2011, and this was more. I guess you could say wintertime at the time we we lived in Florida. So, um, but it was a Saturday and it was in the afternoon and he and I were watching, you know, some ghost hunting um, show. And so um, after it was over, um, he looks at me and he says, hey, mom, do you think Nanny 
um, watches over us? Do you think that, you know, and I said, oh, absolutely. I totally believe that Nanny watches over us. And she, he goes, well, can we see, you know, can we test it? Can we see if she'll say anything? I said, oh, sure. So <clears throat> just so you know, we had two dogs at the time. Also, our house, the way it was, the master bedroom had two uh, double doors, and they were closed to our bedroom, but they were right off the family room. And it was a very sunny, no thunderstorms in the sky kind of day. So we're just sitting there. So I said, hey, Mom, if you're here, can you give us a sign? We waited maybe four five seconds if that the next thing we hear is those double doors just shaking as hard as they could and the dogs start barking and i'm sure i was like white as a sheet and my son says to me mom mom that was fun let's ask her again i said no honey uh, my heart can only take so much <laughs> so those were kind of two cute stories i have other things i've had dreams but um yeah i Love your show, and uh, there's good things out there. And I uh, thank you for the opportunity to share my story. Have a great day. Thank you for sharing that story with us on the show. Thoughts? You know, those are my favorite kind of stories. The happy, uplifting ghost stories. Well, and yeah. even when the doors start shaking, the way she's telling that she's laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that lady. I'd like to go hang out with her. Yeah. Um, But like the... Like, I love that the kid goes in the room and it's like, hey, you're not supposed to be in here. Mm -hmm. So I love the fact that there was a sense of humor involved with all of that. But I just love those kind of beyond the grave sort of, hey, I, I'm St still around and I'm not totally gone. Yeah. And just doing their. Because when you lose somebody, it's such a. You feel so empty and so alone, and all you want is that little connection with that person. And to get that validation, I think, is everything. And and the validation of them as they were, too. Just the personality exactly. comes right through. It's not some, yeah. like, weird cryptic message. It's just like, hey, mom said, don't go in here, you know? I just, I love that sort of thing. Yeah. And I totally believe that, you know, and I'm, I know people who have so desperately wanted that. I mean, go see uh, Teresa Caputo at any, any show yeah. when they start happening again. Um, but it was, when I went to see her, it was very moving to me because I wasn't feeling that desperation to connect with anybody, but I have felt that before. Yeah. And I don't know how she does what she does, but just that feeling of that connection that she gives people. And, you know, so I always think with everybody who loses somebody, you, you want that Teresa Caputo moment, mm -hmm. but maybe the moment is much more subtle yes. and you didn't pick up on it. It's overlooked. You know? I, I think in many times, in many cases, and people are distracted or, or they, it's just not even on their radar to pick up on, on yeah. subtleties. And I think a lot of things can get missed. I was just thinking but, of something. Like the shaking of the doors. Yeah. I would be like, okay, yeah. that was too much. Sure, sure. <laughs> you don't have to scare the shit out of us. I was, uh, I don't know why this made me think of this when we were listening to that call, but I was just thinking of, uh, you know, loved ones that are alive right now and, and where would they haunt when they're dead? 
And and I was just thinking it's funny because every time I I seem to talk to my mom and my mom is very much alive, um, but uh, every time I talk to her it, or uh, we usually if we do we do this app called Marco Polo and it's not an advertisement but that's what we use and we just go back and forth almost every time she's in a graveyard uh, it, talking to me because she she goes for walks all the time. Um, which is good, you know, healthy and, you know, keeps your you know mind going right now in a graveyard. There's not usually anybody there. Um, so she's always out walking through a graveyard, but I, I thought, you know, when my mom does eventually pass, if I had to guess where is she going to be haunting, she's going to be haunting the fucking graveyard. The place that like, and then you're gonna be like is that you, mom? Like, really? Sir, and, and, and the graveyard she walks is where she's going to be buried. They, they like, they have their plot there. So it's like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, but it's a beautiful graveyard. It's like hills, rolling hills, and huge trees. Mm, and about that, it's really neat. It, I mean, to me, honestly, I've been to a lot of graveyards in my life. This is still my favorite graveyard, not just because it's the one I grew up playing in, but it is. I never knew how unique that was. That graveyard was until I, you know, lived and left town. But it is. It's a wonderful, beautiful graveyard. Um. But I, I could totally see that. I'll go there, you know, to visit and I'll just go for a walk and I'll, I'll probably feel her presence very much there with me in the graveyard. Not just because her grave is there, though, but because she just loved it so much, you know, and she's loved that thing, that graveyard since I was a little kid. And we'd go there and we would that collect. That's so interesting yeah. to me. When I was a kid. Like once I die, I really give no shit. Yeah. It's like cremate me. Beyond that, whatever yeah. y'all are comfortable with, yeah. it's what you have to live with, not me. I'll be dead. But I mean, I, I never thought about having a connection with a cemetery like if that. If you go to your happy places, that's one of our happy places. And it's one of my happy places, too. It's silly. It's a, but when I was a kid, we would go there and we would collect um, hickory nuts. And we'd go crack them at back at home, but there was tons of these huge hickory trees. So we go, we don't bring like a, a paper bag and just bring, get some hickory nuts and walk around the graveyard and look at the gravestones and, and learn, you know, learn as best you could about the people from what was written on the stones. And you kind of guess and, you know, it was, it was respectful. It, there was no like, you know, anything. It was just, you know, don't walk on the graves and stuff. You know, if there's hickory nuts on the graves, don't get those ones. But it was just, you know, I don't know. It was, it was a fun, happy fall memory as a child. And she still walks that place every day. And she listens to our show in the graveyard. So she's probably listening. <laughs> she's probably listening to this right now in uh, December, probably tearing up a little bit going, you know, we had so much fun in that graveyard and uh, enjoying it. But it is. It's, it, it's just a happy place. Because I just never thought about yeah. having a connection to the place you would most people don't most people don't at all but she's she'd be one of the very few that would so if there's anybody that's ever going to haunt that graveyard it'd be my mom because she has a connection to it in life a lifelong connection to it in life Mm -hmm. so that's it's kind of it's it's interesting you know but anyway uh, I think that is what is going to wrap up uh, this episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Next two weeks, you get best of episodes, some bonus EPP episodes, new EPP episodes every week. Those are there. If you want to get into new regular episodes, uh, become an EPP. Those shows are posted a couple weeks all the way into January. So you can just binge away as normal uh, if you want to go ahead and do that. But for the uh, final recording of the year, 
2020, motherfucker. Thank God it's over. Uh, I God, I only hope 2021 yields better uh, results than 2020. Any final words on the air for 2020, Carol? Oh, I really shouldn't even say what I'd like to say about this year. <laughs> this is your chance. For the record, what would you like to say about how would you like to bid 2020 adieu? Seriously, I would just like it to F off. I am so over this year. Yeah. It's like everybody, like I lost a job this year. Yeah. And I found a job, thank God. But, you know, it's just been, and that's just one little bitty example. But there's just been so many things that happened this year to so many people. Yeah. And I just, I just look forward to 2021 and in my head, it's a fresh start. I don't know if that's real. All right, guys, uh, for, for all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thank you for listening in 2020 and allowing us into your homes. We'll see you in 2021. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.